Welcome to the Mainstream Paranormal Podcast. I am your host and crypt keeper, Merle. With me as always, my co-host and friendly gravedigger, Larry. Merle, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing alright. And yourself? Doing quite well, thank you. We're here to discuss all things paranormal. We'll also touch on conspiracies, a little true crime, and just other strange topics. If anyone has a topic they would like us to discuss on the show, just dig us up on Facebook. Our intro music was brought to you by the Metalheads at Shortcut Productions. Hey, it's Merlin Larry here. We're here to kind of go over an investigation that uh, Mainstream Paranormal went on in the last few years. Um, This one is Athens Jail. Athens Jail was um, a location in uh, Monroe County, Mississippi. So if anybody's familiar with that area. Merle, did you know that when we win 2016, that jail was 151 years of age? Man. Yeah, it was built in 1845, bro. Damn, that that was an old building. Yeah, yeah I mean, it definitely, definitely looks old and definitely will uh, kind of give you the creep factor just looking at it. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, when we were there, you know, they'd been in there trying to look like they were trying to restore it a little yeah. bit. Historical society has come in and uh, they're trying to save the building and they're trying to uh, renovate it, bring it back to life. Yeah, I mean, that, it was, it was a pretty good sized building. Um, I mean, you know, I had four, four major rooms. Two up and two down. Yeah. Oh, and it has a set of the narrowest stairs I've seen going upstairs in a long time. Oh man, that that was not fun. No, especially in the pitch black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Man. Yeah, when we went pitch black, it was it was something else. Yeah, you pretty much hugged the wall, hugged the wall coming up, and hugged the wall going down. And yeah, and hope that uh, that handrail didn't break. <laughs> man, it was brutal. Mm. But yeah, I got a uh, l- little bit of history on this this place. Um, yeah, you said it was constructed in 1845, mm-hmm. and it's now owned by the Historical Society. Yep. Um, which you know, they're talking about may use it as a community center or a museum. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't really realize it either. Um, Let's see, the, the jail was actually um, the second in the community. Hmm. The first jail was built in the ni- or 1830s. Wow. But it, uh, it burned down in the late 40s. So the existing jail, like we said, was constructed in 1845 mm-hmm. and served as the county's jail until um, Aberdeen. Aberdeen was made the county seat in 1849. So it really wasn't used that long no. as a jail. But it did have some interesting features. It did. Um, the walls were really thick. Um, and I understand that you found out some information on the walls. Yeah, the um, the walls were actually 32 inches thick brick and mortar. Dang. Um and they had um, 12 inch thick like square beams separating the first floor and the second floor yeah and but of course I mean we never saw those we, you know the square beams of right know, we never saw that but the brick you know it was exposed when we right there there was chunks of the plaster and stuff and you know that was that was crazy how thick those walls were yeah, I mean, I like it was crazy. I mean, do you remember the when we went there the first time? It was yeah. Um, was it the first time we went? Well, we went three actually three times to this place because the first time we went, we just took went during the day and took pictures. Yeah, it was a scouting. Yeah, 
Yeah, the first time. And that was like in, it was in February or something like that. Yeah, it was cold. Very cold. But but second time, it was, it was summer and it was, those walls were like ice cold when you touched them. Yeah. I mean, even in the dead of summer, you know? I mean, the building itself, I mean, was kind of cool and not, not like, hey, it, this is cool. It, it was like the building itself, the temperature inside was cool. Right. So I don't know if it had something to do with the thickness of the brick or the activity that we found in there. Let's see. Um, the The building itself was right around 3,000 square feet. So it was a pretty good-sized building. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, won't, you wouldn't notice that by just looking at it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I can see it, you know, upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, and, um, you know, the, the second floor, you know, is where they actually housed all the prisoners. And when we went there, you know, the first floor, you know, they had some nice fireplaces and stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, they were your basic turn-of-the-century style fireplace that you could yeah. cook with. And I don't know if you knew this, but that place was also a residence at one time, too. Yeah, it was like a residence, and like they used it for polling, like uh, voting for vote, polls. Yeah, yeah, voting polls. Yeah, yeah. Until they had problems with the uh, the roof, mm-hmm. and they had to close it back in the nineties. Okay. Um, it actually had some interesting uh, prisoners. Um, the mo- one of the most famous prisoners of the the first jail was uh, actually the Chickasaw. Uh, Chickasaw Indians, the their leader Tishomingo. Really? Yeah, uh, it was one of the highest ranking leaders of the Chickasaw Nation. Wow. Um, Tishomingo was arrested and convicted for exercising his duties as an Indian chief in violation of Mississippi law. What do you think about what kind that of crazy law in Mississippi was that? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, how how you know how backwards? Yeah, I mean, you're you got you're trying to do your duties and you know take care of your people, right? And gov- the government is you know you're gonna get arrested for you know that's crazy. I mean, you know, 1845. That's about the same time the Civil War was going on. So didn't right. they have something better to do than? Say, okay, Chief, you can't do your duties. They had a war going on. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but what was even even crazier than um, being arrested for that? Uh, you know, after he served his time, um, he was forced out of North Mississippi and made to walk the Trail of Tears to Oklahoma. But But he died on the way there. At 103 years old, dude. They made a 103-year-old man walk to Oklahoma. I, yeah, that... I mean, I, I know, and, you know, I hey. read some books on the Trail Tears. It was a bad thing. I mean, it was... I mean, you're walking through swamps and... I mean, they forced these people to march pretty much to their death to, to get where they were going. Yeah. But, I mean, to make a 103-year-old old man, that, man, kind of makes you wonder, you know. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I just don't understand some people sometimes. Yeah, this country is pretty, definitely pretty screwed up back then. and yeah, It's got its dark history, man. It's just, yeah. Some of it just, you know, I, I've always told stay out of politics. I'm going to leave this one alone. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, you know, speaking my opinion on politics either. But, um, did you have any more information on, um, the history? No, uh-uh. Um, hmm. I don't have anything else that I personally know of. Um, 
about the research that we did on the place. Um, now, now there, this is a, like a historical building, so it's open to the public. Yes, it's open almost twenty four hours, um, unless they have changed that. You can go yeah. at any time up there to look at it. Yeah, I mean they got a sign, a little sign in sheet, and they got a little, little, um, little collection box yeah. for donations. Yeah, to help the, out with the restorations and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this. When we were there doing our investigation, setting up, the one thing that irritates me a little bit when you go to historical places like this, mm-hmm. even though they're open year-round hardly nobody up there to watch you know and guide you through and stuff people graffiti yeah and i mean why i understand it's probably little kids that's doing it or it could be teenagers but have a little bit more damn respect you know yeah i mean you know this is our history you know it sooner or later it's all gonna be gone exactly no matter what you do to restore something it's and all you're gonna have left are photos and Eventually, those are going to deteriorate, too. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah. I mean... You know, if, if you're going to go somewhere like this, be respectful. You know, I just... Yeah. I mean, while we were there, we found that really cool old door, you know. Yeah, and, that door was... <laughs> that, yeah. So, if you're ever up there, it, it, when we were there, it was, like, leaning up against the wall. Yeah. So it may it may still be there. Hopefully, they may have got it installed or something. If they got it installed, we need to go back by sometime. Yeah, just to see. Yeah, because I think that door, once they get it installed on the building, is actually going to do more justice to the building mm-hmm. than the door they got on it now. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's kind of a little bit of the history of the the place. Um, I guess maybe we'll talk a little bit about our setup that we did. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We had some interesting situations with our setup, our cameras and everything. Um, The cameras that we were using, um, whenever we go in and do an investigation, we're respectful of people's property. We don't tape anything to any floors or anything that we know if you pull up the tape it's going to pull up paint or anything like that right and we 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 definitely don't nail anything no we no we never we don't use any nails whatsoever we use a crap load of duct tape and zip ties though i mean pretty much bought stock in that stuff (laughs) And um, we have rigged up so many different ways to put cameras on tripods. Mm-hmm. So if anybody needs any pointers, you know, hey, send us a message. Um, and the way we do it is we we try to take the tripod and we put the odd leg in toward the corner. Right. That way... Nothing can get behind it. Right. And, and nobody can get behind it and kind of mess with the camera right and it gives it a good good foot uh yeah foot footprint and i mean it just kind of melts into the corner itself if you can kind of imagine that um and running all that cable oh wow yeah <laughs> we had we had a hundred feet of cable per camera to run yeah so i mean it was insane. So, get trying to keep them from getting tangled up and 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 folks and keep them trying running. trying to run run stuff upstairs. Yeah, the bad and, part. and you know the weird thing is on this first investigation, it was just you and me. Yeah, yeah. Just, we did this as a solo. Right. Um. So you can imagine two people setting up for an investigation on three thousand square foot running 100 feet cable <laughs> per camera <laughs> and i mean we got there early just to make sure we could get it all taken care of make sure everything was working proper once it got hooked up power ran to it yeah that was another thing is we we only had power in one little area 
Yeah. They had lights downstairs, but nothing upstairs. No. No power whatsoever upstairs. So, yeah, when we went upstairs, we had to use just the light off of our um, night vision cameras to uh, see <laughs> see where we were going. And if it wasn't that, we actually used our phones, the light off our phones to yeah. walk around. And that was the only light source we had upstairs. Yeah. And now, that, we did use some uh, flashlights when we were setting up. Yeah. But so that that's another thing. If you got if you guys go, make sure to be careful upstairs, especially at night, because they're yeah. they're unless unless they've got it fixed, there there's no power, so there's no light source upstairs. No, none in whatsoever. And also, you know, if you're gonna do an investigation of this place, make sure you get in touch with the proper people and get permission to be there. Um, on our second investigation while we were there, um. There was a concerned neighbor who came up mm-hmm. right. and asked us, you know, who we were, what we were doing there. And we had already gotten permission the first time, the second time to be there. And once we told him who we were and everything, he was, he was fine. Right. I mean, he, he you know, he just kind of looks after the place. He's not a caretaker or anything, but he lives in the area, and he can see the building from where he lives. Right. So he's just helping the historical place, you know, keep... keep kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. You know, keep the... The riffraff. Right. Try, try to keep them out. And he told us that they're, you know, what was it, the week before we got there, there, there was a bunch of kids up our partying. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, which we kind of, you know, we found a bunch of cigarette butts and stuff while we were. A couple there. of beer bottles and stuff. Yeah. And it just, you know, it, you know, like I, I mean, said, make sure you get in touch with the proper people um, to have permission to be anywhere you investigate. Um, safer few and it keeps all the legalities down. Yeah. That way nobody gets in trouble. Um, but yeah, back back to the setup. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was crazy. The second time was a lot easier, right? Because we we were actually training some some new. Yeah, we had two two new uh, people, and we were training them. And uh, so when you got a couple of lackeys, you can send them wherever. <laughs> couple couple do boys. Yeah, yeah. But um, that that first time, you know, getting those cameras rigged up to the tripods and getting them placed in the corners and which I actually you know them being actually zip tied and taped to the tripods and being placed in the corner will kind of come in a little later on when we actually get into the heart of the investigation yeah the the about some of the activity that we the setup with the zip ties and the the duct tape makes these things like rock steady and you can pretty much imagine when you use enough duct tape on something it's not moving at all so no and you couldn't you couldn't wiggle those things no there's no way to move them the only way to move it is to pretty much rotate the the tripod Yeah. yeah And we we actually had to do that a couple times. We were, and we learned after the second camera, not to tape it until we get the right angle on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Because then we had to go back and move the tripod to get the right angle. So we kind of it was it was a live and learn situation with those. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you like, know, most places we went, we you know we always had handhelds and stuff. Yeah. Like that. But this, you know, we had you know whole DVR setup. Mm-hmm. So we had video monitors and everything to deal with. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, we had, well, we were using four, four stationary, um, yeah, four night, stationary. night vision DVR cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, um, K2 meters, which, or uh, just high high EMF mm-hmm. meters or electromagnetic field readers. Um, 
We also had a uh, SB7 spirit box going. Yeah, we had our uh, we had our digital thermometers. Yeah, uh, or infrared thermometers. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had um, we had a couple. Not um, we had three three handhelds running too. Yeah, yeah, because we had those two uh, HD. Um, night vision yeah with the full spectrum full and spectrum, IRs, yeah. yeah now we weren't using the the full spectrum because at that time we didn't have the full spectrum lights we just had the ir lights yeah because they were pretty pricey at that time yeah they kind of come down a little bit now so it's basically a pretty good you know basic setup at least for you know, starting out right yeah. you, you know of course you're you're gonna want you know, um, digital record audio recorders. If you're gonna investigate, yeah. Um, people, some people say, you know, get this particular one, get that particular one. We've got just your basic Sony um, digital recorder. I, I don't even remember the model number. And it, it works perfect. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed, and I, I've mentioned this to Merle before, that when we're asking questions and we're waiting for feedback, when you talk on the digital recorder, you can actually see the red, the red light blink right. when you're talking. Right. And when there's silence, there's no red light. Right. And then when it starts blinking, when it's completely silent and you're not moving or anything, that tells me pretty much, all right, I need to go back and check this because we've picked up something. There's something there. And uh, that's just trial and error. I mean, you learn these things. Um, I mean, when you got, you know, as much experience as we do, you know, in in this field. Yeah, I've been doing this since I was 16, and Merle's been doing this since he was... I was 15, so, yeah. So, yeah, we've got... How many years is that? Close to 40. Jeez. That's crazy. Because I've got, you know, i got... Heck, 20 years on me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, I'm going to let Merle t- tell you about some of the uh, um, experiences that we had while we were there. Yeah, um, you know, we were, when we were doing our first baseline suite, you know, we had our audio recorders going, had um, EMF detectors going. We kept getting hits in that... Uh, and it went, the first downstairs room that we went in, which um, it was, there there were pretty strong hits. It's like when you, when you go, I'm trying to think, when you go in the in the front door, it's to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We of course you know we don't. Everything's out of it, so you really don't know what the room those rooms were used as. You don't know because they both they're almost identical rooms. Yeah, they, I mean they look identical. Yeah, it's almost like a ace ace or a, a symmetrical mm-hmm. building. Yeah, I mean everything's the same size. All four rooms are the same size. Mm-hmm. The top two rooms look identical to each other upstairs, and the top well, and the bottom. bottom two are identical twins to each other downstairs. Right. Um. So yeah, when you go when you when we went in the building and went in that first room on the right, we were getting some major, majorly high EMF. And the of course, you know, we had already cut all the lights and everything off in that room. And I'm trying to think if that's when, uh, is that when we start start using that uh the spirit box no the spirit box came in a little bit later um we started using the spirit box after you 
That's when we went upstairs. Wasn't it? Yeah, um, we came back down, and uh, you had said that you had felt a cold, like a cold spot. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's when we started using the spirit box downstairs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you would, you would during the summer. You know, it was it was decently warm in there. It was still cooler than it would mm-hmm. be anywhere else just because of the thickness of the walls. Right. And but you would hit, I mean, I would get like being plunged in an ice cold bath, you know, it was just that cold mm-hmm. in certain, certain little spots. Yep. It's like walking into a walk-in cooler. It yeah. Was, it was crazy. Um, and yeah, that's when we started doing the uh, the um, EVP and the uh, the spirit box, spirit box session. Yeah. And for most people who are new to the field or have never really messed with this equipment, a spirit box uses radio frequencies. Yeah, it sweeps them um, really fast. Really fast, and it helps. To us, it helps the spirit pick up on words mm-hmm. that they're trying to use. Being able to form them, you know. Um, the, uh, it, it can sweep either forward or backwards mm-hmm. on the FM station or AM stations, too. Um, and what it does is it just sweeps it really forward, forward um, backward or forward, so that the spirit can... Um, actually speak through the box and uh the crazy thing is is you you can tell it's not a radio station you're picking up when the voice comes through right um sometimes you can pick up a woman and it'll be the same voice the next time it comes through so you know it's not a radio station coming through on you right on on guys Sometimes it's, it's, uh, I'm trying to figure out the right way to put this. With a guy's voice, a guy's voice pretty much sounds the same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can tell it's not a radio station, but if, say, like there's two different voices, right? it's hard to tell unless one voice is deeper on a guy. That's the right. only two. Now, a woman, when she comes through, yeah, you can definitely tell a woman's coming through because it, it's totally different. And it's just not because a woman's voice is higher. It's, it's kind of creepier mm-hmm. in a way, you know. Right. But, yeah, we're just doing our uh, base, base sweep, trying to get all of our readings, and we're doing the spirit box activity, and... It's when we kept getting the the name, we you know we asked mm-hmm. asked for a name, kept getting that name Joseph. Yep. Yeah, and Joseph was uh He kind of followed us around. Yeah, he even followed us upstairs. Yeah. Um, I think that's where he started, was upstairs, and followed us downstairs to that room. Yeah. Because. Um, if upstairs was where the inmates or prisoners were, then They're that okay. would kind of yeah. Which I I'd feel sorry for the inmates because, you know it's <laughs> yeah it was just think not having any fire up there during the winter time. But the good thing is heat rises. That's only right. I guess you would say. So, I mean, it'd be bad during the summertime though. Man. Especially in this Mississippi heat. Yeah, there was no windows upstairs. No. No windows. And there was only one door. And I guess I went to like a what they call a widow's walk. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't go far either. It no. was like a small balcony. Yeah. One person size. That's it. And um, like, you know, like we said earlier... Both rooms upstairs were mirrored, so there was no windows upstairs whatsoever, no fireplaces upstairs, and only yeah, one, one door. One door and one, right, yeah. Yeah, just one door and uh, the stairs. 
Right. And that was it. Yeah. What? Besides the the doors going into the two rooms. Yeah. Right. But I mean, even they didn't have doors on them. It was just like the door frame. I'm the one we are there. Yeah. The so I'm wondering. It it was rumored that the the uh, the bars to the jail were outside somewhere, still on the property. Um, we, we said this place is surrounded by fields and woods. Yeah, and we tried to look for them. We we couldn't find anything. No. So, I mean, we were climbing in through the briars and all that stuff. Trying yeah, to yeah. find that stuff. Trying to stay away from the poison ivy and snakes. Yeah. yeah. So if you're gonna go and you want to look for this stuff, go during the winter time. <laughs> Carry a metal detector. Yeah, the actually that probably would help. It probably would have. Yeah, we got um got the name Joseph a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing was is our our camera batteries. Oh, those, those brand new cameras. Yeah, that kind of irritated me. And brand <laughs> brand new batteries. Fully charged cameras. Yeah, the, they were eating batteries up like crazy. We went through two, six, uh, six, six or eight batteries. Yeah, six or eight uh, handheld camera batteries. Yeah. While we were there. And I know for a fact we had to change out our, uh, our, um, uh, what was it, our, um, K2 meters twice? Yeah. And those, those take nine, I mean, nine volt. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they're pretty, you know, yeah. pretty, they should last a while. And I know we changed out our, uh, laser pin once. Right, our la- laser grid. Yeah. Yeah. We had to change that out one time. And we forgot to mention that earlier. Oh, yeah. Our laser grid that we had set up. Yeah. We we had that set up so, like, if something pa- passed by, um, it would... Make it would block It would block that, that laser. Yeah. The, the pattern. And you'd be able to notice it on, on camera or with the naked eye. Yeah. Know? It would actually make an outline of the... Uh, subject of whatever's walking in front of you it's a cool invention that they came up with i'm glad yeah. they did now was it the first or second time we went where like we got that really bright light from one of them like it was it was reflecting off of something that was uh second time yeah that yeah that's when time. we had the camera point out like towards the steps yeah where we added what two more two more cameras or one more camera one more camera we added one one more stationary yeah point up the steps that's what yep. it was yeah yeah we had a little more equipment since we had more people with us yeah and we also did it for safety features too in case something right so but yeah we had a battery drainage um like like we said had um sh- shadows moving um weird noises we couldn't explain. We never heard creaking floor though. No, that was, that was kind of funny because here's an old building that no matter where you walked, mm-hmm. it, it creaked. Soft. Yeah, but it never creaked. As far as when we were sitting downstairs, right during quiet, when we were just like watching the the cameras. Yeah, and, yeah. It you know it, you could hear the sound of something like walking upstairs softly. But the floor never creaked. Right. So that was kind of, that kind of always stuck out toward me. There was one time, I don't know if you remember, I mentioned something about something like boots. Going yeah, from like, room uh, to room. like the uh, boot heel. Yeah. Yeah. The, the quick clack of yep. a boot. Yeah. And that was upstairs. Which was, you know, that would have been about the right, you know, in the right time, you know, 1840, yeah. you know, they're going to, it's not like they're going to wear tennis shoes, you know. No. <laughs> no. They, they would have loved to, but, you know. Yeah. 
been a lot easier. And um, the uh, we sat down in the floor. On oh downstairs. Yeah, the, the first yeah. time we went. Yeah, we sat down actually in the floor, and we had more activity right there by that fireplace mm -hmm. and that one little nail that stuck up I don't know if you remember that in the floor because even you made a comment about that nail yeah we had more activity in that one little spot than we did the whole place pretty much yeah and it, you know if if you guys check out uh, mainstream paranormal investigator um, Facebook page you actually see um, took a screenshot of the the video because you know we want it was after that we decided to go and sit you know I was just kind of scrolling through the video and uh, we caught caught that that image yeah and uh, that was right before we packed up yeah for the end of the night yeah because it was what was it around three thirty four o'clock yeah, four o'clock in the morning, yeah. something like that, and we've been there almost eight hours. Yeah, um, well, close to eight hours. We got there at five, five thirty, something like that. And we stayed. Well, me and you. I mean, yeah, it took us a while to get all the equipment and stuff. So yeah, and it took it took us a while to tear it all back down. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I think we left there at around six, six thirty after getting everything tore mm -hmm. down. I mean, it was, sun was coming up. Yeah, um, but if you go, if you go to, to our Facebook, uh, and look at the pictures, we got a picture of the actual, the video, and then we got a blown up mm -hmm. picture, and, you know, just comment, let us know what you guys think you see. Yeah, yeah. that came right off our DVR monitor. Yeah. Right off of it. That way, you know, everybody else, everybody can, we did that so everybody can see what we saw at first. Um, now, we did get a good couple of um, EVPs, but there's one Class A EVP. Oh, yeah. That, the, I mean, when upstairs. I got it, yeah. When I first heard it, man, that was. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to think, you got all this, you know, uh, data to go through video and audio and stuff to listen to and when something stands out like that you know because it, it takes a while to listen to all this and review yeah. all the stuff yeah i was actually laying in bed listening to the audio of the evps that we did yeah and when i heard this i was my eyes widened they just opened up i was like no i didn't hear that no. yeah and then then you brought it to me yeah. of course you know it was right after what right after we got off work that night yeah and we we're sitting in the parking lot yep and like hey listen to this man that sucker made the, the hair on my <laughs> on the back of my neck stand up gave me the chill yep i mean it yeah because i didn't really expect to pick anything up it was kind of put it into context um we're upstairs you um and we were freezing to go back downstairs, right? And no, we did go downstairs, right? But um, trying to set it up, we uh, had an audio recorder. Yeah. Um, you uh, you were doing your EVP. Yeah. And I had the camera running. Right. Of course, I'm always running the camera. Right. And you do the EVPs, and um, we had both made the decision that. We weren't get, really getting much more uh, activity from the spirit box and stuff while we were Right. So we both kind of decided, hey, let's go back downstairs. And Merle had uh, made the suggestion, why don't I just leave this in the middle of the floor? We've got the, uh, the static camera running. And we'll just go downstairs for a little while and see what we can get with us not being up here. And um, you can hear us going back downstairs. And a few minutes into <laughs> us leaving, 
it clears a bell, man. This EVP, it just, and you know, I started thinking the way they put it in that context mm -hmm. of what they said, how many other spirits was up there with them? Because yeah, it was like they were, it was they're like talking they're, to somebody. Right. And it's not like, you know, they're talking to themselves. It's like they're actually being a lookout. Mm -hmm. And it was, I started thinking about that and that was like, Holy crud, man. That's, yeah. Um, I could play the EVP if you want me to. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get that set up. Um, All right. So I, I go ahead and uh, set the recorder down on the floor. And I say something like, um, we're fixing to go back downstairs. If you want to talk, just talk into this. Uh, I think I said something about uh, a light. Because a lot of you know, especially that old of a place, they're not going to know what audio a recorder is. Um, but I think I said talk, talk into the light, a flashing light or something like that. I think so. Um, and then we, we leave the room, go downstairs. You can hear it. You should be able to hear it on the audio. Us walking down the steps. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try to boost it and then, if I can, I'll, I'll boost it again during post-production. So. try to get to that just that spot yeah we'll play it again i'm gonna put it just before it. all right this is right before it's just a couple seconds before it you ready yeah difficulties with it. Actually, if you go to our um, the mainstream paranormal investigator Facebook page, you can actually see the the EVP um, the video with the the EVP. I think we got it as uh, class. You had it, we had class a. a class A yeah. EVP. Now you want you want to let let people at home know what a, a class A um, class A EVP is a uh, EVP that is real clear. You don't have to sit there and try to decipher what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You can actually make it out as soon you know as soon as you hear it. Um, 
sometimes it's soft and sometimes you you know you do have to put on headphones to hear it but even though then it, I mean it's clear yeah what they're saying and if you listen to it on our website um, since we didn't boost it then when we put it on there I would advise you put it on headphones and turn your volume up mm-hmm. and it's around the one one thirty mark on um, on it when you will actually it's around that area one thirty to one forty it's up in that area and that's when you'll hear it and uh, it's crazy I mean <laughs> it it stands out yeah yeah so so hopefully you got you guys heard it um, if not I'll like I said I'm gonna if I can boost it a little bit more before we uh, during, during post production here shall we tell them what it says I mean I, yeah I mean you can go ahead and I'll let you tell. I mean it's pretty much your EVP <laughs> yeah um, it, you can actually you can clearly hear hear them it she I you know that it clear it clearly says they're downstairs. Mm-hmm. So this was after we walked downstairs because you you can hear in the the audio us going down the steps. Yeah, banging around, and you can tell it's not our voice, right? At the same time, and like you said, it sounds like they're talking to somebody else. Yeah, because who so, else would go? They are downstairs, right? I mean, if they're not talking to somebody else, it would be like. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it was so weird. I mean, it tells you it's a it's an intelligent haunt. Yeah, it, nothing it, there seemed to be residual. Right, all. it was all uh, intel- intelligent. Oh, uh, even even the last scene that we got. Oh, that yeah. Um, As we were shutting everything down, the last with the camera. Oh yeah, the stationary camera. Yeah. I mean yeah. that right there kind of settles it. Yeah. I mean that that still trips me out. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to think you know this camera is zip tied and duct taped like crazy to the this tripod. Mm-hmm. And it was in that that same room that we uh, we sat down on the floor and. Um, yep. And we even and, taped the the wire to the floor because right. it's hardwood floors. Yeah. Um, and in the was sitting there watching the monitor and the well it wasn't really the monitor it was after we left and we were reviewing the evidence yeah the camera because I'm the one that called you on it yeah the camera what was it about how, how long do you think it took uh, uh, oh that thing pivoted for a good six seconds maybe a little bit longer and then went right back this right sorry about that I kind of bumped my mic (laughs) yeah it it, this scene literally panned or tilted to the left to the right it was like the whole thing rotated it wasn't like it tipped or anything no yeah it it seemed like the way we had it it's like the whole tripod turned it's about the only way you could get it to turn like that. Yeah, because as much tape as we yeah. put on it. Yeah. Because I mean, we didn't tape the tripod down. No, uh, uh-uh. we taped like, it to the camera to the tripod. Right, and then we taped it so it wouldn't rotate. Right. And this thing rotated to the right. It wasn't to the left. It was to the no. right. It was almost like it was trying to look out the door. I never really thought about it, but I, I didn't. I haven't thought about that either until now. It was like it was trying because the door. Either toward the window because there was there is a window downstairs. Yeah, but the window was—I mean, it's boarded up. Right. So, it was almost like it was trying to figure out where we were at. You know, that's a good way to look at it because I didn't think of that. We weren't in the room. No, that's a good way to think about it because I didn't think about that. I was, yeah, okay. Makes (laughs) it even more weird now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. maybe it's old Joseph, you know, trying to. Trying to figure things out. 
But it did. It panned for a good 30 seconds, maybe. Yeah. They're like that and back. 15, probably. yeah, 15 seconds one way and then 15 seconds back the <coughs> other. And it didn't move after that. No. And that was, that was what was weird because I called you up and I was like, dude, do you know no. all the tape we put on that? And you were like, yeah. I was like, that camera pivoted. And he was like, no way. It's like, check out the footage, man. And I, t- I had to sit there and tell him at what mark that yeah. thing moved. Because there, I mean, that was a lot of footage because you got four cameras going for eight hours. Eight hours. That was so, a lot of footage to go yeah. through. I wish we had so help, what, man. what, 32 hours of yeah. video? Oh, yeah. And plus, plus the handhelds. I mean, when when we go on these places, it's a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a cell phone going off here. <laughs> Oops. Under the sea. But yeah, I mean, when 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 you investigate some place like this, you got to remember the more stuff you take. Video you take, audio, pictures. You got to go through all the stuff, you know, one by one. So, I mean, you got to just sit there and watch. And you can't just, you know, fast forward because you, you could miss something. So, um, you know, the stuff, investigating like this, you know, it's not for, you know, the faint of heart, you know. No. It's, it's not, not for the everyday people. You you gotta have an eye for this kind of stuff. Eye, ear, senses. Yeah. I mean everything's gotta play in. Um and you said that, you know, not everybody can do it. And you know, you're right about that. Um some people when we do investigations, we don't like to provoke a lot. Um Merle's not much of a provoker. No. Um, the other two people that were with us, they weren't much of a provoker. I, on the other hand, if... <laughs> <laughs> you like to piss some stuff off. Man, yeah, if you can. yeah. Um, I do provoke. I don't necessarily enjoy provoking, but if we don't get any responses... Mm-hmm. And we've been told, hey, this location is. And we go and we check it out. And we don't get a lot of um, response or EVPs or anything. That's when I do provoke. Just to kind of ramp things up and see if we get anything. And if we start getting something, I back down. Right. I mean, I, I do. And it just... That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, our old old grave digger Larry here. Yeah. Uh, kinda kinda of an asshole to these ghosts. <laughs> and no rest. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Yeah. And um I mean I I've done this more than one time provoking and uh it's it's panned out on occasion and other occasions it we don't get anything. Even, you know, provoking. And those nights were like, okay, well, you know, this was a bust. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, that's what we do. We go out and we see what we can find. And, you know, if we're doing it for somebody that's having issues and kind of concerned about, you know, where they might be living or something... We, um, you know, we try to be respectful, you know. I'm not going to sit there and, like, rile something up where you have to deal with it, you know, yeah, later. Right. I'm not going to do that. Now, if we're at, like, a secure location where nobody lives, well, you yeah. know, that's a totally different story. <laughs> I will throw a brick at something <laughs> just to get it started. Yeah. Yeah, but... That'd be a, a, a that'd be say for another 
another sh- uh yeah another episode <laughs> oh yeah some of these places we go to are like eh, i don't know about this you know yeah like vicksburg yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> vicksburg you know folks it, it's a very haunted place um it does very have its historical. history yeah it does have its history and it it's got some of its darker side i guess is the best way to put it yeah and if you can actually get into some of these places to to uh, investigate i i say go for it i mean i would yeah. love to do the mac raven house one day yeah but they there's there's so much red tape and stuff on that oh man it's that's one of those if you know somebody you're you're golden yeah um there's a couple places in corinth mississippi um the was it the museum they got oh are you talking about the the rare the railroad yeah railroad museum or whatever it is and when is is that the this weekend or i think it's next week next weekend i think it's the 20th yeah or 20 the haunted the haunted tour or whatever it is yeah yeah, they're actually having a. You could actually pay to be part of um, an investigation yeah. there at the. Um, the only the only problem I have with the tourist and railroad museum. Yeah, the only problem I have with paying to um, to investigate with other people is you have so much interference. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. You don't you don't know if you're getting good data or, or what because you don't know everybody's voice and what you're thinking could be an EVP could just be somebody that you're not familiar with talking down the hallway. Right. So it just kind of tend to stay away from that stuff. Yeah, but I mean if if you're interested in that kind of stuff, you know, and you know, you're just going by yourself, you know, that, that's maybe yeah. something to something to look into you know mm-hmm. just if you want to try to experience something yeah um if you if you want to try to get into it that's a good way to get your foot in the door yeah um i would highly suggest you know meeting everybody in your group and record their voices that way later you can try to debunk stuff right um now that's what this thing you know what basically our job is is just to to try to debunk as much as possible yeah and what you're left with is paranormal evidence. Yep. And we have, man, we've debunked some stuff that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, oh, that's, no, that, you know, that's a cat. That's, uh, you know, pipe spaying. It's, you know, yeah. it's nothing paranormal. Call a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get old, get old rotary right yeah. there. Call a paranormal plumber because uh, you have a water issue there, bud. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, you know, um, the second time we went to Athens, we had extra help, and like a, you know, like Merle said, we were training, and we didn't have a whole lot of activity no it was mainly feelings and sounds yeah and like we got a like almost like a hot there was a lot of pressure like upstairs like a a thickness yeah that one room yeah as soon as you go up the steps and you're facing as soon as you go upstairs you got and you're facing the door you got a room to the left and room to the right Mm -hmm. the room to the right is the room that had that really heavy it's the same room that you had right. the EVP in right yeah um it was just a really heavy yeah just it was like kind of like something weighing you down yeah it was like hey you didn't you know it's like something doesn't want you to, to be there yeah but it wasn't like fearful it right. was just it was, oh it felt kind of like a, a weight on you like um you know the feeling like you're you're fixing to get into a f- altercation with somebody, just that it's not a like a hyped up 
Yeah. Um, like, ooh, I'm ready to whoop somebody. It's one of those um, kind of a dreadful yeah, kind of thing. Like, man, do I really want to fight kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the feeling, you know? It's like right. something was trying to bully, I guess you would say. So you had that feeling. Yeah. Um, the two new people that we had, um, which was Logan and Trevor. Trevor. They um they're the ones that had more of the experiences than we did. Right. Um and it may be because, you know, we were there before and with this being an intelligent haunt, they may have been able to remember us. Yeah. Being there and talking to them. Because we didn't really pro- try to provoke them. No, no. This is one place I didn't try to <laughs> try to rile things up at. Because um, we really didn't need to. No, we didn't. Because I mean, as soon as you walk in there, you already have a feeling of like somebody's watching you already. Mm-hmm. Just that weird kind of like you 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 were actually waiting for somebody to walk up to you kind of feeling. Right. You know. And especially with all the lights out and everything, it was like upstairs. It's yeah. even worse. So, so yeah. I mean, that was our investigation at Athens Jail. Um, like I said, you know, it's an interesting place. You know, historic. You know, it's a good good place to get your your feet wet. You know, but. Like Larry said before, you know, if you're, you can go to this place at any time, you know, but if you're going to be there for an extended period of time, you know, especially at night, um, get the proper permission, you know, um, if you're just stopping by, you know, just stop in there, make sure to sign their, their guest book yeah. and, you know, if you can leave, leave, you know, a little donation to help, help restore the place. Yeah, I think we left what five dollars each. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I mean, what what not you know a whole lot. No, you know? we were just kind of thankful that they let us do it, <clears throat> so we were you know paying them back. Yeah. Um, you know, like Merle said, if you're gonna be in there, you know, a couple hours, two or three hours, you should be all right. But if you're gonna be in there longer than that, make sure you get the proper permission. Save your keister and yeah everything else because uh, you know i didn't say this before but this place is out in the middle of freaking nowhere yeah <laughs> this is this is back back in the woods yeah it's off what what road um, is it heck i don't remember let's see if i can find it real quick here um yeah i know it's over near beggar bottom but yeah Heck, I actually say what where it was located. Hmm. It, it doesn't. It was. I mean, you can see if you can see it in my research real quick. All right. Um. I read fast. A little too fast sometimes. Um. It is. Let's see here. I don't remember seeing it in the research. It is actually located off Old Columbus Road. Okay. So if you just put in your GPS, Old Columbus Road, I think it's. Is it considered Aberdeen, Mississippi? Oh, I don't know. I really don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. We put in the GPS to get there, but I don't remember how we did it. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that would have helped if I would have saved that information. I know the easiest way for me was to go to, uh, toward Becker Bottom. And the road is actually going to look like it's trying to uh, split. You got a main road, and then you got a road off to the left. It's kind of a Y. Mm-hmm. Turn left and just keep going straight, and you'll yeah. run right into it. 
Yeah, if I'm right, that's it's either called Athens or um, Becker Bottom now. Can't remember. It's one yeah. of the two. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I said, um, that's our was our investigation of Athens Jail. Um, if you if you want to look at any uh, of the video or the EVP, make sure to check out Mainstream Paranormal Investigators on Facebook. Yeah, we need to put that video. Put, the put it on the, po- our po- uh, on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, we need to put that video of the camera tilting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On there. I haven't done it yet. We need to. Yeah. But um, I guess it's, you know, time for us to head back to the cemetery. That's it. Time to start digging and start climbing down, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm your uh, host and crypt keeper, Merle. I'm the grave digger, Larry. And we'll we'll see you on the other side. Later, guys. <laughs>